Hi guys, this episode I'm going to talk about the last part, which is the third part, which I'm going to share about the one-child policy in China or China's one-child policy. So now we're going to continue our last point about the Chinese government to Chinese families about the abortion stuff. So, although there is a one-child policy, there are some exceptions to the one-child policy, but it is applied only to couples of country and thick Han majority. And ethnic minorities were allowed more than one child and five years after the policy was enacted. So the rural couples are also allowed to have two child like two children if their firstborn was a girl assumed to have a boy as their second child. It is common to know that traditionally Chinese culture typically prefers boys over girls. Like in their culture, boys are more valuable because they can provide more for their families and stay with family. Unlike girls, they have to go to their husband family. And in this regard, many baby girls, the little girls, the newborn baby girls who were born during the one-child policy were put up for adoption. So this is a very important point that we should know about one-child policy in China, their culture, the, the tradition about the newborn yeah, they really um, think that boys are more valuable than girls because boy can work harder, can earn more money, and girl will just stay home, do housework, and marry with a guy, and then go with their husband's families. So in China, they really want a baby boy. Yeah, they give value to boys more than girls. That's why there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of boys in China, I don't know what, but yeah, they really want to have boys more than girls, and especially in that one child policy, like almost everyone in Chinese families wanted boys, and some might adopt their baby girl, like, I what I just mentioned earlier, many baby girls who were born during the one child policy were put up for adoption. And yeah, in two thousand fifteen the Chinese government officially announced the end of the one child policy. While it's been pre pressure like so much. So it was ended in 2015 that Chinese government officially announced the end of one-child policy and the most extreme state birth control project in history after 36 years had finally ended. But those China still, like, they still limit births. Like, does China still limit births? Yeah, of course. Even the iconic one-child policy has ended. But... It was not the end of state birth control programs in China. So in October 2015, China's one-child policy was back with a universal 
two child policy that was in place before 1980. This change is highly significant because for the first time in 36 years, Chinese families can have two children. And the most important cause of the one-child policy is because it is overpopulated. China's one-child policy leads to many effects like fertility reduction, debates over the roles of policy versus socio-economic change, twins, healthcare improvements, the development and implementation of the one-child policy, the social consequences of the China one-child policy, the changes on Chinese family, the adoption and abandonment, and birth tourism, and yeah, many more effects. So, well, this is a short summary of the cause, which is about the overpopulated and many side effects of the China's one-child policy. So this is the end about China's one-child policy. I hope you guys enjoy what I just shared in three episodes about China one-child policy. Hope you guys enjoy it, and I see you in the next episode.